Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Okay, welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I'm Rick Hyland. Exciting episode. I know I say that every week, but exciting episode this week. I'm going to talk through some of the exciting stuff that I've been doing with small business lately. And uh, so this podcast is for anybody supervising kind of 50 people or less. Although if you're supervising more than that, you'll clearly see the application. So I don't care if this is a single entrepreneur or uh, somebody, a manager, general manager supervising a group of 50, even if you're not the owner. Uh, This is applicable to you. And I've entitled this episode, The Results, How to Develop a Results Management System. So basically, I'm going to take you through what I've been taking through with clients on this podcast. And by the way, you can get this uh, course at a super, super, super duper discount of 75% off on Teachable. I'll put the link in uh, both my website, ciforlife.org, and the show notes here. But I'm going to take you through the process so that you can see the, how to develop this strategic and tactical plan to accomplish your goals. And the two big promises I've been making and delivering is how to help small business managers, owners, increase profits 20% and save time. So those are the two deliverables from this process I'm about to take you through. So I was having a conversation, let's call them Dave and Barbara, because that's what their name was, a local digital uh, marketing advertising business this week. and. Um, I talked to them about if you gave me 45 minutes to diagnose your business, this is the tell. This is how I would spend that 45 minutes, 15 minutes in discussing with you and maybe quickly with a frontline employee on some questions around your goals, your revenue, your profits, your KPIs that you track and how you use them, how you're engaging your employees in it. And then I'd spend 30 minutes or however long your monthly meeting is. And if you don't have a monthly meeting, that's a tell right there. Uh, But I'd sit in your monthly meeting and maybe it's going to last more than 30 minutes. But and um, that's the tell. And in that monthly meeting, I can tell if you're a reactive uh, management system or company or a proactive management system or company. And that's the difference in delivering outstanding results in your business. So if I sit in your monthly meeting and it's reactive-based or it's update-based, meaning the CFO or the general manager gives you the update on how the performance went, and then they go around the circle, that's my pet peeve. Go around the circle and ask for issues. That's a reactive-based management system. And uh, that's not what I'm talking about here today. I'm going to help you set up a proactive management system to get on top of your goals, to get ahead so you can actually drain that swamp rather than just use your shovel to kill the alligators if you get the analogy there. So that's what we're talking about today, how to set up a proactive management system, how to set up a really true results-based management system. And I'd like to start out with a story, and I highlighted Greg in my book, Live Your Purpose, and, uh, but he's such a great example of this. And he was what, my very first client over 35 years ago that I consulted with. And it was actually a um, sawmill company, commodity business, he did two by fours and two by sixes. And you'd think, well, how do you create a proactive, strategic, forward-looking management system? Well, I'm going to share some highlights of Greg's career over the 30 years that he practiced some of these principles. But basically, I'm going to use some terms here that I'll go over in this 
podcast. But Greg, for 30 years before he retired, and by the way, he was promoted all along the way. He didn't own the business, but he was uh, went from when I was first working with him, a brand new supervisor, to superintendent and manager. So basically what Greg would do really, really, really well for 30 years without a miss, so you hear the consistency principle, uh, is he would have this monthly stand-up business review where his employees reported on their KPIs to specific targets with specific proactive action plans. Never missed it. And then he would have a really, uh, and in fact, he had a unionized workforce, which adds uh, potentially different uh, com complexities as you run your business as a small business leader. And he would have a weekly update where he would uh, visual management with KPIs and, and uh, pictures of their performance and have a quick update with the union employees on how the whole business was doing. And so those are the two tells. And I'm going to describe those in more detail and talk about how Greg uh, used this management system for 30 years. And and uh, if you've read my book, you know that he delivered uh, first, not only first quartile, but he was number one, two or three for 30 years in perform every performance metric that you can measure for his business. So um, I'll refer, I'll come back to Greg, but that's the vision of consistency. In fact, I was reading a book yesterday on how to stock trade and this uh, author, I wish I could remember his name. I'm really enjoying the book, but this author talked about um, if you gave me, and, and he's a guy that's been stock trading for 30 years, if you gave me one principle, one practice, one attribute for successful stock traders. And by the way, his statistic was that 95% of stock traders lose money in the first year. Um, he said, give me one attribute of a successful stock trader over time. It's not understanding the charts and the technical analysis, et cetera, et cetera. It's consistency. So I would offer that to you both on your personal goals and now in reference to what we're going to talk about in this podcast today, your small business goals. But find your process, still be open, curious, learnable, teachable, find a process and stick to it. So many times in small business, you're so busy, you're on fire, you're reacting to customer demands, employee issues, et cetera. But you've got to have the discipline and consistency. When you build this results management system, you've got to be consistent. And that's what Greg was. That's what this author talked about as the number one characteristic in, in um, successful stock traders. In fact, I posted this idea of consistency on my Facebook group site, uh, Crush Your Goals, uh, with Facebook, uh, and talked about the importance, and even on your personal goals, to be consistent, to be disciplined in the measuring of your goals, the action plan on your goals, the reporting out to your accountability partners. Just be consistent. You know, this whole idea of common sense, but not common practice. I can't tell you how many times I went into businesses that the common sense ideas we're going to talk about here today were not common practice. So be consistent. So anyhow, here's the exercises I want you to go through with your team. And again, I'll, I'll reference again where you can find this in more details. But um, basically, the, the first exercise I want you to do with your team, you could be sitting down with five people uh, that you supervise in your pharmacy, in your tech company, in your whatever it might be. And I want you to do a really quick SWOT analysis to get the juices flowing and think strategically. What I mean by that is what are the strengths of our 
company? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities? And what are the threats? There are just a nice, basic kind of uh, foundational questions when you're sitting down with your team of five or however big that is to get into this strategic tactical results management system exercise. And you'll find um, you could do that on your own and that's have value. But if you could in, involve your partners or your key employees, or if it's a bigger team, your senior team, and ask those four questions and document them, you'll come up with some really, really good insights. And that's the first exercise that I want you to do to set up a results management system that's going to last and it's going to get you to first quartile and beyond accomplish your goal. So the second exercise I want you to think about, and I talk about this obviously in my book on a personal level uh, to develop your purpose, but now I want you to think about your business purpose. And I know we're not all tech companies and Apple and Google and they've got super sexy, uh, but what if you're a trucking company or a postnet or a lumber company? How do you develop your purpose and get a clear why? And I'm talking more than just return to shareholders. That's important. I'm talking more than even deliver excellent customer service. What what do you what is your business? What is your business purpose so that you can charge a little bit extra so that you can have employees that stay because you're solving a a bigger purpose in the world. And let me give you an example of a commodity business. Let me go back to Greg. So you'd think, oh, geez, that's the hardest one. A commodity priced business, two by fours, two by sixes. How do you dress that up to be super sexy, super engaging to your employees to have purpose and a reason for getting up in the morning and really delivering excellence? So uh, Greg did an excellent job at when he would do that weekly or monthly meeting, when it was her, his turn to present or talk, particularly at the weekly month, weekly meetings, he would actually bring in product. He would kind of comment at what the two by fours are being used for, why it was so important that they deliver with quality. They would He would talk about, for example, the Habitat for Humanity home that their lumber was donated to be built and the homes that it was building being built in their community and how that was adding value. He would talk about customer complaints and how the customer felt about the product and any defects that were happening. He would include and talk about all the stakeholders and how important it was and what a great job their, their group was doing. Everything from how they packaged the product and how it was being shown driven down the road on a truck and uh, tried to include, and that's the key, that's the tell. Talk about all the stakeholders and how important it is and share examples of it, not just the return on investment or the owner's group, but all the stakeholders and how important your work is, even in a commodity business that can be compelling before for both you and uh, for your employees. So first, we're going to start out with a really good SWOT exercise and get all the ideas out on a table. Then we're going to talk about purpose and the importance of purpose. You know, I cite in my book that LinkedIn study that Reid Hoffman and LinkedIn did showing the 42% of businesses that have purpose. No, I think, sorry, the numbers were 76% of businesses who had a defined purpose had exceptional profitability and, and growth, which we're all after. And 42% of the companies that didn't, didn't have growth over this four-year, five-year period that they were studying and doing this LinkedIn study on. So super important to have purpose um, and to describe that and not just have it up in your boardroom and the hallway, but to reference that as far as 
the compelling need for quality, safety, and productivity for your product. So that's the second exercise. Then I want to get you into goal setting. That's where we can now jump in after we've done our SWOT and we've done our purpose exercise. We can sit down. And if you've got departments, let me let me talk about in my examples here, you might have more or less than this, but a, an operations department, a sales department, and an admin group, which you think, oh, how that's really hard to develop specific measurable goals for. But that's what I'm going to suggest you do. And this is where you jump in as a group and you develop SMART. Everyone's kind of heard that acronym. This is where it places now. I've got my purpose. I've brainstormed some of my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats out there in the market. Now we're going to identify some goals to live that purpose and to take advantage of those strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, or at least address them if it's the weaknesses and threats part. So we're going to identify some goals as a team in specific, measurable, attainable, reliable, and trackable terms. That's what SMART stands for. Super important. I could share, I could go on agnosium about the importance of making it specific and measurable so that you can continue to follow up in your monthly meetings and show your employees. So you've already done the general brainstorm in SWAT. Now you're getting to levels of specificity. What's our revenue target and why? What's our uh, operational uh, percent complete and or quality numbers that we're going to hit and why. And this is the opportunity to set some goals. And then I want you to take the next step in this goal setting process. And this is this is an area that people often forget, particularly on their personal goals and or their small business goals. Um, I want to talk about the difference between a lagging indicator and a leading indicator. For some of you, this concept is is not new. If some, it may be. So let me just spend a second on what it is and the importance of it. So if I go back to, if I want to become a a great marathon runner, and that's my lagging result. And let's say I want to beat a four-hour marathon or a 3.30 or whatever your target might be, three hours and 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, That might be your lagging result that you're after. And then what are the leading or process or activity measures that I can track if I want to get to weight loss or a marathon run or save $10,000 or earn an extra $10,000. So if those are all my lagging results, what's some of the leading indicators? So in that marathon example, it's going to be number of workouts per week. It's going to be number of miles per week, but you can even break it down way past that. As some of you runners know, you've got to have a okay, I've got a long run per week and it's got to add 10% each Saturday, not too much, not too little because I don't want to get injured. So that's my Saturday leading metric that's going to help me get that lagging result. But I also need a speed work run. And I usually do that, did that on Monday mornings. And I usually use the treadmill. My kids tease me how hard the treadmill was being pounded every Monday morning, but you've got to get some speed work and then you've got to get you know, running at paces that you're not used to for a half a mile. So if you're trying to average, that's for, for example, this is just a very rough example of eight minute miles over the marathon. You've got to do your speed work in half mile increments with one minute re- uh, break at um, seven minutes and uh, or maybe even quicker, 640 in order to build your speed. And then on Saturdays, you're building your um, your capacity for length. So There is, in marathon running, there's very specific leading, predicting, measurable activities that's going to help me get my result. The same thing in business. 
exact same thing in business. It's not just good enough to say, I'm going to hit $10 million in sales or increase sales 20%. You need now, what are the leading activities in sales? And this is my favorite one to do. Is um, and I, But I'll share some other examples from admin and ops just for other people that might be listening. So in sales, for example, number of prospecting calls per day per week, number of quotes per day per week, customer response times, accuracy of sales tickets, a number of existing customer calls so that you can do a follow-up or add additional uh, book of business to already existing customers. That's often the easiest um, group to uh, work with or increase your sales. So there's a number of measurable, specific leading activities that if I do those things well, right, I'm going to get my increase in 20% sales. So admin, that's a harder one. That's IT. That's accounting. What do they do? Well, it could be percentage of time to close the books. Uh, if your target is to 10 days from month end, that's a great target. It could be to reduce costs by 5% through better supply chain management. It could be to reduce the number of paper order trails. And that in, involves everybody, not just admin, but those are three favorite uh, examples that I've seen over the last 35 years that really add value to the business. And that's what we're trying to do, right? We're not just trying to measure for measure's sake, right? Everybody's done that. That's not at all what we're trying to do. We're trying to really pinpoint the leading behaviors and activities and processes that will deliver this exceptional results that we're after. How about an operations team? It could be percentage of orders completed on time, number of customer complaints, percentage billable time. If you're a service company, that is really the driver, right? It could be driving up your rate slightly. It could be number of defects per thousand or per hundred or whatever your measure is. So really important then after you've done your SWOT, your purpose exercise is to deliver some goals that are going to help you deliver on that SWOT and deliver on that purpose. And then don't just stop it at general goals with specific measurable terms. Find and discuss as a small team, what are those leading activities that if I tracked as a sales, as my national sales rep, that I could increase the national sales business rather than just putting all the pressure, hey, you got to increase your business a million dollars this year, figure out how. Let's pinpoint the measurable activities to do so. It, it really can unlock the right behaviors every day, every week when you're holding people and engaging them to the right specific leading indicators. So you can tell uh, I'm pretty passionate about that. That's a real key to unlock a team's growth and profitability. Then the next step seems so obvious, but sometimes missed. Okay, I've set my goals. Now I got to get back to business. Well, Spending time and by delivering a business cadence, these meetings that I'm going to talk about here, it gives you a, a, a check-in point to constantly be developing and updating your action plans. So just like on my personal goals, I'm, I recommend you do a monthly meeting with yourself or your trusted partner to review your goals, not only well how well you did to target, but then what are you going to work on that's different, better, same this week, this month? Same thing in business, that sales rep reports uh, at this business cadence I'm going to talk about here in a second, um, how well they did on some of those leading indicators versus target with an action plan, right? I'm going to spend an extra 30 minutes per week at noontime making calls to existing customers to check in, make sure how they're doing, see if they need any other help. Specific goals, what, who, when, what are you going to do 
write it down, present it at your monthly meeting, and uh, let people know in very specific terms what you're doing to drive that result. It's not just good enough to say, well, you you know, that's your big goal out there. You've got to have be constantly updating your action plans. It's actually really a, a fun planning process to know that, well, I've got to report monthly to my team on how well I'm doing. What are my actions? What does the data tell me that I should be doing the same, different, or better? So anyhow, uh, the importance of actions. The next step is to develop a tracking system. I know everybody's working on a CRM if you're a little bit bigger business or tying into your enterprise system. But boy, if you don't have that, if it's not speaking to you, if it's not giving you the data for your right leading indicators, go back to very simple terms. Get your sales rep or your ops rep to track it on a spreadsheet and report it out. Because sometimes your CRM, not trying to bash the CRM companies, don't spit out the right leading indicators for your business as you've just brainstormed them in the previous step or two. Now you need to really figure out if that's the really the driver to my business, that leading indicator is the driver to the change I'm hopeful for, how am I going to track it? Simple spreadsheet, simple whiteboard is very acceptable. Now, obviously, if you can develop an app, if you can develop a um, tie it into your CRM or your enterprise system, that's all the better. But I just wouldn't wait. That's my caution to you. Don't wait till your accounting system or your operating management system or your CRM customer response system or management system is working right and, and showing you the right leading indicators. Start very uh, simple before you get that going. Otherwise, it could be six months before you put the system and you can't afford to do that. So the next step and the last couple of steps that I want to talk about is now you've got to bring it all together in a um, business cadence or, or uh, some kind of business rhythm that makes sense. And I'm just recommending two for you today. A weekly stand-up. Imagine your sales team of five people coming together weekly in front of a whiteboard, showing how well they're doing on their leading KPIs and their action items in a very quick, hard-hitting KPI, key performance indicator focused meeting with actions versus target. So it's accountable, it's engaging, it's focused, it's all those things you want. And oh, by the way, it's easier to recognize people in specific measurable terms when they're tracking and reporting in specific measurable terms. And then the next area that I recommend is a very healthy, just like Greg did, very healthy, man, bottom up. First time I went into Boeing, I know that's a big business and I probably shouldn't have mentioned their name, but they were the CFO to the senior management team at this particular plant was reporting out uh, <laughs> all the numbers and uh, not to target, not to baseline. And everyone else was sitting there with sunglasses and hoodies. Just kidding. They didn't have sun, but it, they, they were glazed over like they should. So I'm talking about this monthly meeting isn't just the senior person or the CFO reporting. I'm talking everyone's reporting on how well they're doing on their KPIs, both leading and lagging versus action plans. Talk about accountability. Talk about engagement. Talk about a chance to recognize your employees for success. Anyhow, that's the results management system. The kind of results you can achieve if you really apply this with discipline and rigor is at least a 20% improvement in your uh, yet last year's performance. And it's, it, it might seem a little onerous to set it up and get your KPIs and your meeting cadence going, meeting cadence going, but 
it will actually save you time. You will be shocked. The actual meetings can be, uh, it'll take less time and you will have less reactive firefighting activities over time in between those meetings. So I know small business managers, you don't have time to set up a system, but you can't afford not to, both for your sanity and your effectiveness. So anyhow, that's the results management system for small business. If you want to see more of that, look in the show notes or look on my um, website, ciforlife.org. You're going to find uh, all sorts of resources up there for both your personal and small business goals. You're going to see that link to that limited time, super discounted, 75% off, $49.99 for 10 videos, professionally done videos. My friend uh, Pierce Two's excellent videographer, did it for me. They're loaded up there on Teachable. Again, go to the website. The first three are actually free, so you can kind of get the sense. And it's all in workshop format where I'm going to lead you through the material, and then you're going to kill the video, and you're going to then do the exercise. And then you're going to come back, and then we're going to go through the next step in detail, and then you're going to do the exercise. So when you do it, if you're doing it as a single entrepreneur, great. If you've got a larger senior team that you want to pull together, even better. But for a limited time, that's going to be up there uh, for $49.99. I don't know how long I'm going to run that. That's uh, super discounted. I'm very excited to get this material out into the masses so that you can start really delivering and building a system that's going to work for you for 25 years. You're going to tweak it along the way, but the, the pillars of what we talked about today, just like Greg did, are going to help deliver excellence. And yes, you can still be innovating and you can still be doing all the things to disrupt your business, but those are the action items that come out of your SWOT exercise and then your monthly and weekly. So anyhow, if I can be of help, let me know. You can also get on the website, get a free coaching call or assessment call to get going. That's all good too. So until next time, live a life of sustainable, continuous improvement. Goodbye. Goodbye.